Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the 61 IndieCast. My name is Mike Townger. Tonight, I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hello. And Matthew Wright. Hello. Gentlemen, how we be? Warm. Warm? <laughs> yeah. I actually had to go yeah. get my hoodie. I'm a little chilly down here wow. right now at the moment. I know. And I'm just right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because uh, today's my 36th birthday. Yeah, I was going to may- say that for housekeeping. Oh, then you can say it again. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, but maybe right. I'm getting old and getting a little chilly. My temperature's dropping. No. But I also learned today in my ripe old age. <laughs> wait, wait. Does is that like a scientific fact? Your temperature drops when you no, get older? No, I've just I just said that. <laughs> I feel like old people are just That'd be older. Nice. Than... Oh, yeah, they're yeah, they're more frail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm very frail. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I learned today something I thought I hated my entire life. I'm a f- big fan of goldfish crackers. Dude, shout the fuck out to Goldfish Crackers. I don't no. know why it took me this long, but like the the my nephew Owen had a couple. I took I took a handful because I was hungry and I yeah. couldn't move because he was on me. I was like, mm, pretty good. It's pretty good. Now, were you rocking the OGs? The OGs, the regular okay. cheddar. Yeah, yeah. I am a big fan of Goldfish Colors. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, they're they're still cheddar flavored though. They are, but there's something about the artificial coloring that, in my <laughs> mind, makes them taste better. <laughs> so, so you miss Heinz Shrek green ketchup, is what no. you're saying? No, the, the the purple squeeze bottle. Yeah, oh, I ketchup. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember the Halloween ketchups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there's something about colors that, like, I'll take colors over normal goldfish all day. <laughs> <laughs> what did just that sense? Uh, there's something about colors. There's something about colors, man. I don't know. The I colors, like them pretty colors. Good. Colors. Pretty good. <laughs> I can imagine little Mike in a kindergarten room on 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 color day. Yeah, yeah. just looking just at like, the wheel, like <laughs> presenting a big report. You know, guys, there's something about colors. I, I think like you primary, need to get on the. I like secondary. <laughs> yeah, those tertiaries. Whoo! What's your favorite color? Purple. Uh, same thing in, in goldfish oh i the sure one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> you know barney grimace matt what's your what's your issue with goldfish though goldfish not so much but cheeses i can't eat anymore oh mm. those are two different entities yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i get heartburn like a motherfucker if i eat cheeses mm. can't do yeah. it the saltines of cheese crackers no saltines are fantastic cheeses i just... do saltines are, are underrated yeah. Are, yeah, they are. Are cheese it's and cheese nips different? different. They're different, yeah. but they're the same kind of thing, right? Mm. They're like the Oreo and Hydrox, you know, like they're <laughs> the, the same Hydrox. Kind of- <laughs> don't eat Hydrox. Just don't. <laughs> they're the, they're like the generic <laughs> brand of Oreo cookies. I saw a YouTube commercial for Hydrox cookies. I'm like, <laughs> did you really? No shit. <laughs> I've never heard of Hydrox. <laughs> That's incredible. Um. <laughs> That's like uh, the uh, oh my god! What was the Walmart version of Mountain Dew? It was like oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Something lightning, Mountain Lightning, or something like sure. that. It was, it was <laughs> very generic. Well, it's like I know, like Red Vines versus Twizzlers, both yeah. trash. Yeah. But you know, no, no, no Red that, Vines, Red Vines, good. Eh, it's all Man. plastic. <laughs> it is all plastic. <laughs> it's all ingesting and filling into our arteries. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of arteries. 
Let's talk about indie games because you are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene at smaller games outside of the AAA space. Tune in live every Thursday nights on youtube.com slash Six One Indie at 8 p.m. Eastern or catch episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds and YouTube first thing Monday morning. If you're hungry for a little more, you can support us over on patreon.com slash Six One Indie and snag some extra goodies such as clocked out the IndieCast post show. It's it's Zelda day. It's pre-Zelda day. It's. We'll probably talk about some Zelda. Why not? Yes. Uh, for Matt, you saying that threw me way the fuck <laughs> off for some reason. But if money is tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave a review. Follow at 61Indie on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends all about us. Shout outs to the PD fans, Kobe Cortis, Jake Jacob, Jesus, Jacob McCourt, Nicole Humphrey, played Jason. Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, Jessica Sanchez, and Jill Grot. Housekeeping for you. June 1st, it's 6-1 Indie Day, baby. We got some stuff to talk about. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Little uh, to help celebrate 6-1 Indie Day, and Matt and Kyle don't know about this yet, one Jacob McCourt will be taking over 6-1 Indie for a special indie game trivia Ooh. participated Ooh. by yours truly's. Oh, I'm Plural. very excited. Will there be a lot of yelling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Are knives allowed? Yes. Shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, does that mean we send knives to each other when we're upset? Or knives Yeah. Only. So so please. Um, yeah. What was it? It's currently Thursday. Uh, if you could get your knives in the mail by tomorrow, end of day, end of business day. So they could arrive okay. at each other's. You got it. Domiciles. Gensu motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, another bit of housekeeping. Uh, I will be in LA for uh, SGF Summer Game Fest adjacent happenings. So I'll be around. If you see me, say hi. I th- I'm pretty sure I'm going to attend the show. So if you're going to the show itself, look for the bald beacon in the midst of the crowds. <laughs> I'm easy I to can't spot. wait to now whenever I host the show. That is your, that's how I'm going to introduce the bald beacon. The bald beacon. You're also here, the bald beacon. Mike, Mike just gets a tap on his shoulders. <laughs> Sir, do you have a hat or something? Like, it's, this is distracting. Yeah, listen, Jeff's like, listen, we glare. got, we can't, we got to stop the show. This light's distracting me from row F. Is JJ Abrams shooting this thing or is the bald beacon in here causing glare? Come on, Jesus. What an awful superhero name. <laughs> the bald beacon. beacon. The most useless man on the planet. <laughs> Does he have a cape? Mm. Ball Beacon, is he a caped crusader? Yeah, just, uh, just around my head. It's like, head. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little rat's tail. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going we're gonna to talk about some of the uh, Ludo Naricon demos that we played. But uh, first, got quite a bit of news to go over. Kyle, would you like to start us off? Sure. Uh, the Summer Game Fest partners have been revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the heavy hitters, for sure, that we expect, like Xbox and PlayStation and um, uh, Netflix, because they've been doing some stuff with the Summer Games stuff for a while now. Um, but when it comes to indie stuff, Devolver will be there in some shape or form. Annapurna. Uh, let's see. What else was here? I saw one before. T- it was jumped out to me i don't know what grinding gear games is is that an indie studio i don't I've know. never heard of that one Sounds before familiar actually 
but yeah um should be exciting i'm i'm just happy that we're getting this celebration again in some shape or form yeah i'm very yeah. excited mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm very excited devolver did uh confirm their show very excited yes. for their show obviously um as as noted on the partners uh hopefully this means we see an annapurna showcase that'll be great um something uh we did not talk about or something i forgot to put on the sheet and uh it, it dropped today and it's noted on this uh little partners thing the uh tribeca games selections oh, were also announced oh. uh so that's part of the uh the sgf as well we got chance of sonar which uh, is a very mm-hmm, interesting game mm-hmm. we talked about that in the past uh despiloti which i'm unfamiliar with i that was um oh my god was it a mix showcase maybe i do remember that it's it's the really weird looking um reminds me of schism uh artistically visually oh, okay and it's the soccer in uh south american oh, country yes okay that, oh. yes that's what that, that game, game looks it looks incredible it's yes. like that narrative driven soccer game yep uh, mm-hmm. yep hell yeah uh weird one the expanse a telltale series oh all right goodbye volcano goodbye volcano high which stumbled did on that. just uh delayed to august but that's fine take your time okay august is a great time for video games right now yes it really is uh Matt, what's the matter what's up is is that technically indie at this point the expanse a tall tale game oh. it well, i mean it's a triple a ip i guess yeah, if Amazon. you want to say studio show sure and is tall tale technically indie with skybound well, who, backing who them the, now oh uh, yeah eh. i don't know also telltale not great people <laughs> so like whatever um next to i, two, I are, haven't are, heard that before yeah no no the lot, people that are running tall tale were not great people telltale matt telltale tell okay the people who ran the studio into the ground not great people the people who are still there were making games they're okay people are they okay i thought i heard some stuff i i haven't heard anything so. i haven't heard okay that. uh a highland song i'm not familiar with nightscape i'm not familiar with if somebody could do quick uh quick googling sure. with those uh, is it sh- night like medieval night or regular nighttime night nighttime night like now got it <laughs> uh and then stray gods a role-playing musical sweet um by the way grinding gear games that's uh path of exile that's why they sound familiar. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they have their uh their separate event also. Mm-hmm. I know I I've seen that floating around. Um, but yeah, should be a cool event. Uh and also Steam is on here. I'm assuming Steam is on here because Next Fest is also happening around ish that time. Mm-hmm. I think Next Fest launches June 19th, and of course Keely's just trying to take over the entire summer. So it uh it should be a good time. It should be a uh, good Nightscape summer. on Twitter is at play nightscape. Uh, the bio is liberate fallen stars, interact with the sky, summon astral powers, and explore an ancient Arabian world, restoring it to order. Okay. From Mazan Studios. Okay. Um, cool. Games inspired by the Middle East is what they they do. Yeah. And it looks really, really pretty. It looks cool. Sweet. And then the Highland one? Did not look up that one. Is that like uh, not low, but high? <laughs> yes. And what was the second word of that? Highland what? Uh, I closed it already. It's fine. I'll figure it out. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. Nope. I'm going to find it. Highland song? <laughs> yes, that's it. See, I found it. Uh, Moira McKinnon has. Ne- oh, is that Fiona? A relative of Fiona? <laughs> uh, Moira McKinnon has never seen the sea, living with her mom in a small house in the Scottish Highlands. 
she receives a letter from her uncle Hamish urging her to come to the coast. And so Moira runs away. Control Moira as she scrambles across the mountains and through valleys filled with echoes, stories, ghosts, and song. Uh, find maps that unlock and hidden paths while collecting the stories of the hills and of Moira's past. It looks like a... I always get this wrong because I have not seen any of their, his movies. Uh, uh, Howl's Moving Castle. That guy. Miyazaki. Miyazaki? It mm. looks like a Miyazaki animated thing. Also, oh. interestingly enough, Hamish is the name of my uh, father-in-law's cat. Oh. Oh. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I have seen this. I'm very excited for it. It's on my wish list. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot the name. Yeah, this looks real. Uh, looks cool. Jesus, I can't talk tonight. Looks I like colors. <laughs> I like colors. Cool. Uh, Kyle, what's next? What's next? Unfortunately, Team Cherry has delayed Hollow Knight Silk Song past this summer. That's really all they said. Let me get the actual um, statement up. Uh, Matthew Griffin writes, hey, gang, just a quick update about Silk Song. We have planned to release release in the first half of 2023, but development is still continuing. We're excited by how the game is shaping up, and it's gotten quite big. So we want to take the time to make the game as good as we can. Expect more details from us once we get closer to release. We don't have to harp on this long. Nope. Is it coming out in 2023? No. I'm still going to say yes. Okay. But I'm probably gonna be wrong <laughs> yeah i think at this point no which is fine take your time yeah. i was talking what? to friend of the show gram of legend earlier and we were talking about silk song and and the delay a little bit and it's like how big is this game like yeah. what is going into it because it was originally the dlc for the first game right yeah or a dlc mm -hmm. so it's like what the fuck does this game look like? <laughs> or I mean, like, did did development restart at some point? Like, yeah, you know, who knows? With how much they added to Hollow Knight, like they probably were just like, you know, this would be cool. This would be cool. And just mm. cool. Take your time. Um, gives you guys more time to go through Hollow Knight. Uh, I still need to finish the last bit of DLC. So yeah, take your time. Sure. Yeah. What's well, do we? Well, oh. real quick, do we? <laughs> Sorry. It's it's fine. No, Mike, let's move on. It's okay. We'll move on. Uh, Xbox, Nintendo stage, or on their own? Will we get the release? I, I'm assuming, I think it's too soon for the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming at this point we see it at the Game Awards. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think next. probably Gamescom might be too soon for opening mm -hmm. Night Live. So I think at, the, at this point it's going to be Gamescom or for... Uh, game awards for 2024 yeah. and no offense to gamescom is that big enough for silk song for yeah. keely yeah it's a keely event oh, for keely and, yeah that's true and it is it's arguably a, it's a the biggest event. it's the biggest event of the year arguably yeah, it's just like now state that he's dead yeah yeah that's totally fair yep i'll take that back. like don't make 5 was shown off their gameplay for the first time like oh it's that's a big fair event. Mm -hmm. and jeff's been building gamescom more for like international audiences international mm -hmm. being u.s audiences that is totally fair that's totally fair uh next up we have a uh, venture to the vile announced from new studio cut to bits um this is from uh, our twitter uh, i'm reading the tweet that mike threw up there narrative driven metroidvania venture to the vile has been unveiled by cut to bits 
new indie team is comprised of AAA vets, including folks from Bioshock Infinite, Grand Theft Auto 4, and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Yeah, I think this looks dope. And looks given pretty the, rad. Yeah, given the pedigree, all about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Like the straight up Bloodborne scene right there him waking up on that operating <laughs> yeah. table <laughs> it has like a you know the the styling of or the gameplay ishness of um like an insider limbo maybe not as precise but it gives me that kind of vibes and uh yeah that with the metroidvania formula with some uh looks like some hack and slashing let's go all about it sorry stream you heard a little bit of the trailer music that started playing <laughs> all right cool uh speaking, and finally speaking of new studios yeah, Greg Lobanov announces new studio, Wishes Unlimited, teases Day of the Devs appearance. Yeah. Uh, Greg tweets out, hi, I'm excited to announce the debut of my new studio, Wishes Unlimited. My games have always been made with the help of my friends. This new identity is an easy shorthand for that. Yeah. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Greg developed uh, Chicory or helped to develop Chicory, uh, Wandersong. So. Mm-hmm. Whatever is up his sleeve should be pretty exciting. And then, yeah, today he tweeted out big news coming from me and my friends on June 8th at Day of the, at day of the Devs. And if also, it is a Day of the Devs thing, it's probably something worth mm-hmm. paying attention to. Please play Chicory. <laughs> please no. play Chicory. Please play Chicory. For Lena Rain alone, please play Chicory. Yeah. And the game itself is incredible. Can we quickly... Nah, I, do I want to open the, these floodgates? The, that fucking IGN comment about, like... Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Play more indies. Uh, maybe maybe post show we'll talk about it. Sure. Hey, if you're unfamiliar with a game, try Matt it does, out. Because Matt doesn't know what we're talking Matt about. It's nope. It was <laughs> basically if they never heard heard of a game, they're not going to review it or even think it's. They, a, they a said game. if if you've never heard of a game, it the it's likely not good. Yeah. AKA ninety nine percent of it. Blanket statement from IGN or who who actually said that. It was it was a TikTok. It was like a fake podcast thing for a TikTok. Gotcha. From yeah, IGN folks. IGN is basically just three people and freelancers at this point, but sure. <laughs> sure. Anyways. Yeah. Cool. Um, real quick before we cut it to the ads and then talk about Luda and Aricon, um the one thing aside from Luda and Aricon stuff that I've been playing, uh, or I, I checked out, I did quickly pop into Darkest Dungeon 2, which was the mm-hmm. big release Ooh. of the week for for indie stuff um man uh i am uh, i'm too dumb for darkest dungeon (laughs) (laughs) how does it look though dude it's gorgeous it does the rogue legacy one to two thing right yeah kind of where like um darkest dungeon one was very much uh like Mm hand-drawn 2d art that was like being manipulated and animated whereas the characters in this game are, are rendered in 3d but on a 2d plane um and you are kind of like I, I i haven't played darkest dungeon one in a very long time i don't know if either of you have to help me fill in the gaps a little very bit little. Yeah. so like i forgot what the mode of transport was in in darkest dungeon one i know you're kind of like just traveling from bit to bit up a mountain i think or in a cavern or something I, yeah i just know in the dungeon you go floor to floor and the deeper you go yeah. the higher your fear goes up and so visually this thing like you are traveling you and your heroes are traveling in a stagecoach and it's like fully rendered in 3d with like beautiful environments like kind of that um like harsh line comic book like i mm-hmm. guess cell shaded mm-hmm. look and it really 
pops like the con like the high contrast colors like the dark blacks like stark uh like blood reds and and mm-hmm. illuminating yellows out of like candles and whatnot it's really damn cool um i only played the prologue plus a little more like plus like a bit of my first actual run mm-hmm. um the combat itself awesome like i love that kind of turn-based combat which i know is something that i don't say often like it, depending on how people handle turn-based i really enjoy it and the way that darkest dungeon does it it's really cool it's just uh it does kind of the um kind of the child of light thing where it's not always active but like i like that it tells you the order of attacks and who's attacking and um yeah all the characters are interesting and distinct enough where all the attacks are very uh the differentiate from one another so there it's always interesting and it's interesting and engaging to figure out different combinations and balancing like okay who am who am i putting out in front so they could like take a brunt of the attacks okay i'll put my healer in the back so he can kind of just chill and be support mm-hmm. um yeah it's really interesting but then like kind of the outside stuff is where it gets a little overwhelming where like there's you could uh equip trinkets to each of the four heroes mm-hmm. and there's items that you can only use when you reach the safe haven of the inn uh there are combat items that you could master you can gain mastery for for each one of your attacks and abilities per character like there is a lot like every step of the way there was a new tutorial bit i don't know if i'm gonna get super into it i know folks who get into darkest dungeon fucking mm-hmm. love darkest dungeon uh friend of the show jill grot i reviewed it uh for indie informer her site and she was like yo this is like a must play of the year so mm-hmm. that's why i requested the key and then i figured i'd just give it a shot um you know with how busy of a year it is i don't know if i'm feeling the itch to go back maybe if it hits consoles maybe if it gets steam deck support i'll go back and, and go in for a few runs but combat's really cool it's stunning it's just a bit too overwhelming for my mm-hmm. taste um so yeah if you're into if you like darkest dungeon one it seems like a vast improvement over darkest dungeon one so sweet nice there's that next we're gonna talk about Luda and Aricon stuff but first let's kick it to an ad patreon.com slash 61 indie helps keep this pigeon flying becoming a 61 indie patron means you'll be keeping the mics hot each and every week for the 61 indie cast expanding our indie game coverage and funding massive projects such as the mini indie showcase not only will you be supporting a small independently operated company but you get some bang for your buck as well the coop is a monthly vlog where i'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 61 indie and answer all of your questions all while playing a super rad game i find on itch.io clocked out is our exclusive IndieCast post show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times and last but not least indie 100 an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time so if you dig what we're doing you want a little bit more content and you want to support our vision moving forward consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61 indie we are back and we're going to talk about one of our favorite digital events of the year yeah ludo narakon Lunaricon, a wonderful event that highlights narrative-driven indies. Um, week-long event that uh, obviously there's a bunch of playable demos, uh, a bunch of sales, and also a bunch of cool panels with a, a host of special guests. Um, busy week for me personally, just like with the move and stuff, so I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to. I checked out, I popped into a few 
Kyle, I know you popped into maybe one. Matt is the yeah, star here of the show. Yeah, we're going to lean so, on Matt. <laughs> well, so I would Matt, like you guys I, to go first, because if I played any of the ones you did, we can overlap there and then yeah. go into what I okay. played. I could go in real quickly into the one I did play, uh, mm-hmm, just sure. because I didn't play a whole lot, because unfortunately the demo crashed on me. Um, I played Dead Pets Unleashed. Yes. Um, you also played it, Matt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Struggling it's, punk band Dead yeah. Pets are still looking for their breakthrough after almost 10 years. Gordy has big plans for the group, but when you turn 30, life starts to get in the way. Dead Pets Unleashed is a narrative slice of life and management light game. Get ready to unleash your inner demon. I am so fucking excited for this game. So yes, I want want to hear more. The entire time I was playing, I was Mm -hmm. like, this is a Mike S game. (laughs) It's so so punk rock. Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, the first thing that got me was, you know, just the art style of it. I love mm-hmm. how they. I it reminds me of. Um, oh my god, I'm going to age myself on my birthday. The sticker forms. When the I was fuck I'm, is a sticker form? I'm older than you guys. It was like those activity books where you would get like reusable stickers that you can move around. Oh yeah, oh, okay. Move around okay. pictures and whatnot. Sure, it reminds yeah. me a little bit of that, but way more seamless. Mm-hmm. But. You're basically just moving around your apartment when you wake up. Um, you make a choice whether or not you can help out pay for the rent for the music, mm-hmm. the practice space, which is good. And then they're just like, yeah, go about, explore the room. Um, so I didn't get too much further than that. Okay. But the first thing I did do is I I, I told you guys is that I, mm-hmm. I went to the left to the bathroom. I was like, oh, this is the first thing I'm going to interact. I was like, okay, cool. Let me see what I can do in here. And the first thing you do in this is you have to clean uh, their dirty dildo or yep. vibrator that's yeah. the first thing and then the it teaches you what to do and you basically have to go and uh put soap on it and then run it under the water mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all the quote-unquote mini games are where you're just doing everyday things mm-hmm. uh but they're quirky and they fit in this world because they're not humans mm-hmm. um like i think you you have to water the plant and the plant's called satan yeah and it, <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> and, and i think correct me if i'm wrong when you put water on it does it like sizzle like isn't it like it, it doesn't really react uh, i oh, okay. i just watered it until i got a plus one to i forget like what the actual meter is called sure. but like uh-huh. there's different things so like what Kyle described, like the action of like what you can do or can't do. Somebody's asking you if you can pay the rent and you can say yes, even though you might not be able to actually raise enough money. And like, it'll boost your social standing because you're being less awkward, but it will remove one of like, I think like your mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's what it is. It's like your well-being, uh, social standing, the band's, uh, energy level, and mm-hmm. also your money. Um, so doing little things like that, like watering sainted, uh, when you water it, like once you've done enough, your mental well-being will go up one. And it um, also reminds me a lot with those choices. It reminds me of that mobile game Rain. Oh, yeah. What, like the kingdom thing where you, you oh. choose either side and the choice comes from behind mm-hmm. and it gives you the, the pros and cons of each and what this choice is. Yeah, you sorry. said you, you said rain. I, I thought like participation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. participation or precip- participation precipitation you know what i'm doing right now yeah. oh jesus continue <laughs> yeah oh that's all um, okay. no that that that, that's i i think i left the apartment and i i i saw our bandmate 
uh, in a hot dog costume. Yep. And uh, when you so meet that, the when you meet your bandmate, wasn't our bandmate. Oh, okay. It looked very similar to mm-hmm. the same, bandmate, but race or yeah. yeah. Um, when you meet a new bandmate, it comes up like a uh, <laughs> uh, like a splash image of a comic book movie where it's like, hey, here's Bam, yep. and it's like all their, their little likes, traits dislikes. and whatnot. Yeah. It's very, very cool. But that's as far as I got. So, Matt, I don't know. Yeah. Do you uh, get so up to like band practice? Like how far does this demo go? You do. Um, so even before you leave the apartment, you can also change your clothes, uh, change your hairdo if you want. Um, but yeah, the, the thing like with the hot dog, uh, if you say yes to wanting to pay the rent, it costs $50 for this hot dog, which there's even a mini game for that. You can decide what toppings you can spray ketchup, mustard or mayo on there, um, put maggots on there. Uh, but after that, you can go to the diner, which is where you work. You can decide if you want to work a full shift again, like pros and cons to doing it. But the mini game is actually really fun. It's like a relaxed version of like overcooked kind of. So like people are coming in, you seat them down, you take their order, take the order to the, um, to the front and then they bring the food to you. You have to deliver the food, then bring the dishes back, get your tip. Uh, the thing that can happen, like one, you have to make sure you get people to tables in time because it could be two, three, four guests, whatever. But you also have to look at the food because it can be like sloppily made. And if it is, you bring it back, wait for them to remake it, then serve the food. It's a really fun little uh, dinner, diner dash mini game there. But then after that is the brand uh, band practice, which the mini game for that is a rhythm mini game. Sweet. So it's a lot like... um. Uh, Mike, help me. What's the anime ass uh, rhythm game? There's a demo called White Label. Oh, oh, um, fuck. Is it After Love? After? No, something? no, nope. not nope. that. I'm gonna one. look this up. Not After Love EP. It's not that one. I thought that's what it was. No, me and no, Max with backed U, it on Kickstarter. I think, but unbeatable. That I think that's it. Yeah, unbeatable. Um, so it's the rhythm sections are kind of like that. So like you have the low track and the high track and it's basically just like guitar hero. Um, you can decide easy, medium or hard, uh, with the track that's in the demo, but was fun, fun rhythm game. There's beats that you just tap and beats you hold. Um, but yeah, the writing is the standout thing here. The artwork and the writing and everything, just everything meshes. Well, the mini games Mm -hmm. are fun. I can't wait for this game. Hell yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't get so far is that unfortunately did crash. Mm-hmm. so which is okay it, like, it happens it's yeah, a demo yeah, yeah. It, it, it's punk rock as fuck yeah like, i'm so excited for this fucking game that first uh character image sheet that kyle was talking about uh pops up right after the beginning and it's you the main character gordy and they're suffering a hangover which you learn from that image sheet and like the music's blasting when that image sheet's on and then they even reference that afterwards like oh that was even too loud in my head like <laughs> <laughs> yeah mike six on indie I, Kyle, thank you. Um, yeah. How is the music? It's good. Yeah. Uh, the the one rhythm section is actual vocal. Um, cool. Yeah, I love it. Hell yeah. There's a lot of good music we uh, I enjoyed with these demos. I Fuck love yeah. that we're getting these kind of narrative games. Mm-hmm. High school or young bands and like, you yeah. know, uh, uh, Goodbye Volcano High, mm-hmm. this uh unbeatable like there's a couple of also, them out there and they're all yeah cool. yeah like it's crazy that we're in like a bit of a rhythm game resurgence and like mm-hmm. how like what does a rhythm game mean nowadays but that's like, the thing it's, like it's yeah, not it's, just a rhythm game it's like a narrative right. first right. rhythm game is like there's one section that's bonus. a rhythm game yeah right 
And also it, just um, like real quick, like on that similar note, kudos to like Ludo and Aricon of like the range of narrative mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and different voices from all over the world. And oh, it's like, holy hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I can liken this to it's, it's way different, but the one thing I can liken this uh, to is uh, mission Hill. If you ever watched that, um, it was one of the spinoffs from Simpsons producers, but it's okay. about like young college people living uh, and just absurdity. It's it's a fun show, but yeah, I can't wait for this. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll bring up. I, I again, I, I dabbled in all these, so I didn't get too far into a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, I think you also played this one, Crypt Master. Yes, <laughs> I know you're excited an, about this one. Right, another one I'm fucking stoked for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, I think we got, I waste, I quote unquote wasted. I, I spent a lot of time trying to get the voice. Uh, part oh, to okay. work for this yeah. game but I, the voice was not active in the demo i realized that afterwards um and quickly oh, it, get it, up this... like there's mic yeah. functionality oh yeah oh cool uh cryptmaster say anything in this bizarre dungeon adventure where worlds nope where words control everything fill in the blanks with text or voice to uncover lost abilities solve strange quests and play unexpected mini games use your words to conquer the crypt and unleash a whole new kind of quote unquote spell casting mm-hmm. like spelling like words get yeah. it do, kyle do you understand that joke oh no i get it okay <laughs> i'm just spell more casting. worried about you what's going on spell casting no you you're 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 pulling to me from a few weeks ago you're someone over i am Are you okay it's it's called crashing and burnout yeah. <laughs> i get it i get it <laughs> uh yeah i i played so i spent a lot of time trying to get the voice functionality to work only to realize then it wasn't included in the demo really um I, I mean, I tried and then I pulled it up on Steam Deck earlier to see if I could because I didn't feel like sitting in this chair. I wanted to just mm-hmm. lay on the couch. Didn't work on deck, uh, <laughs> understandably. Hmm. Um, but I saw in the top right corner, like uh, voice functionality, not oh, weird. working. Yeah, Did it work I, for I, you? No, I didn't try the okay. voice one, but I did notice in the community on Steam, people were saying like they use the voice. So I'm not sure oh. if it's from a past demo, but maybe. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Paul Hart, Lee Williams, published by Akapara Games, which mm-hmm. Akapara also like slowly like stepping up their fucking games with their library. Um, what have they done before? Oh, that we may know. The, you're putting me on the spot. Well, I'm looking it up. <laughs> their their big thing is uh, Grime, Rain World, Rain Worlds, Rain World behind, behind the, frame. the frame. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and I know they're up. Oh, uh, Mute Zone, uh, Desert Child. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're. They're doing they're doing the damn thing. Um, as far as upcoming stuff, um, oh, I thought something else was on here. Never mind. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Cryptmaster, uh, stark, just straight up black and white art aesthetic rendered mm-hmm. in three. It's like sort of looks pencil drawn, but rendered in three D, similar to that horror game that Austin loves. Mundon, that, Mundon, yeah, or uh, um, Shroom and Gloom, but Shroom black and, and white, yeah. yeah. Uh, this game, first and foremost, fucking stunning. Yeah. Uh, the way this game uh, greets you is, is with the, the Crypt Master, the mm-hmm. titular Crypt Master, who, uh, yeah, you. it's pretty fucking impressive that you could just have a straight-up conversation with this man. Yeah. And you could toss him curveballs. He'll respond to them. And it's really creepy. <laughs> uh, I remember when this first game first got announced, like the shtick was, I, I think like I quote tweeted it. Like I usually do on the six, one site or the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Twitter account. Mm-hmm. 
the crypt master replied with a video referencing my tweet <laughs> and it was very creepy and it was it was a little too quick like i don't understand I'm a little how worried this is a very ai driven. man <laughs> i don't know um but yeah uh it's really impressive like i mean like it's it's generic enough for it to work but like it feels yeah. like it, it's it's holding uh its own conversation which is really impressive um and then you get into the dungeon itself um Mm -hmm. i didn't get too far into the dungeon but you get to like a wall for example to unlock the the four four, legendary mm -hmm. heroes or whatever that you get to utilize in your party and in the demo you type out their names and that's kind of what the mechanic is it's Mm -hmm. typing or saying the enemy names the the characters you're saying your actions to go Mm -hmm. like actually do the dungeon crawling um and the dungeon crawling itself uh think of uh like severed where it's kind of like move forward move left move right it's very Mm -hmm. like directional um which i for some reason i really fucking like i don't know why i like the the lack of control it's very (laughs) classic dungeon crawling yeah Yeah, it's just like something there's something about classic dungeon crawling that just like clicks hard and the when it's adapted into a a modern uh into modern sensibilities it it really works and it seems like crypt master is kind of hitting all the right notes Mm -hmm. um but matt uh, have you did you actually get into the dungeons and stuff oh yeah talk about like some of the combat and all that stuff uh, so the further you go, uh, you enter some of those dungeons and there's chests or box. And to open those, you have to type or say chest or box. And then when you do that, the Crypt Master comes in and he's looking inside it. And you can ask him questions about right, what yeah. what's inside there. So like you can say, like, look, feel, uh, smell, taste, remember. Uh, and he'll give you hints. Um, but I think you only have like four or five different shots of those. And then you have to type what's in there um so like the first one i found was for helmet i thought it was shield first it's like shield no i don't i don't think it's one of those um but so through that you're also unlocking hints as to what your actions are um so like the spells uh for the different characters because you have to figure out what those are first before you unlock them um so like for the 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 warrior guy he has a hit guard boot i think those were the only three but like so from helmet i got h and t unlocked on his so like i had a hint of like h and t is there and there's one letter in between so i tried hit first try because obviously it was it it was hit it was hit now i can use hit when i'm attacking enemies um so there's like zap for the witch the sea witch i think um i forget their names um but so you go through there you unlock all your skills and spells and you uh, come across like some frogmen and the battle uh, I you love go a in, good frogman frogman uh, love a good frogman so like you type or say uh hit uh jab was the the thief's attack and then a uh, zap or yell or soothe for healing guard to block it's all typing or saying is everything you're doing in this game but it's a lot of fun um <laughs> yeah it really is the crit master is hilarious by the way <laughs> Yeah, because he's, I, granted, I didn't get too far, but he's pretty much narrating the whole thing, right? He is, but, like, there's, like, so when I was trying to figure out what the thief's attack was, I, um, because I only, I think, had B as my hint, so, like, I tried, I swear I hit jab, but it it, it didn't pop up, it is jab, um, but I typed out dab, and the crypto was dab, you want me to dab? 
<laughs> and like just random words he'll react to when you're trying to figure out your uh skills uh typing it out and it's it's, it's funny um there's a npc uh later on in the dungeon he's like oh don't go over there i don't i don't want to talk to them <laughs> don't don't tell them i'm here uh, it's it's witty and yeah the combat the typing everything it's so intuitive and i i can't wait to play more of that it sounds like a good time yeah mm -hmm. it's a good time did it, i can imagine like the demo kind of flew by right because you were just so engrossed and having yeah time. Yeah, I was loving it. Um, there's one section where you had to cross a small stream and it's a um, half a bridge and then a pole. So like it pops up and it says. Um, blank. Over the pole, so you have to figure out what the word is it's wanting and it gives you the number of spaces, so it gives you that kind of hint, like we all fortune, um, which is probably also why I love this game. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it was bounce over the pole so you, you type that in and you're able to cross over um so like stuff like that will unlock other rooms and so you can get to the other chests get more gear etc etc but it's a fun dungeon calling rpg that's all text word based and speech based when that works but yeah it it sounds to me like when you're you're doing like the 20 questions bit mm -hmm. with the crypt master it sounds like that um Oh my god, that AI thing, uh, Akinator. Do you remember Akinator? Have you ever done Akinator? Mm -mm. Oh Where yeah. You think yeah. of somebody and you type, you have to answer questions, and he oh. guesses it. He always yeah. gets it right. It reminds me of like that kind of technology behind it in the game form, and kind of into that. Mm -hmm. I, I I wonder if if you can ever tell like it's running out of things to say. You know, like or yeah. so like it it didn't react to every guess i put oh, yeah, in. I was, like how vast mm -hmm. is it going to be and will it ever get old i can imagine not yeah i mean like you i can't imagine this being like you know a 50 hour game oh, or anything, no, no, no. you know like yeah um it is coming next year so i'm sure they're going to pack in as much as humanly possible Mm -hmm. um and good on them for like taking their times and like the the demo like gameplay wise felt great ran great so like i'm like mechanically like the polish is there already so mm -hmm. i'm sure it's just all about expanding and really Content. making sure that they they think about everything <laughs> but yeah it's it's fucking fascinating i really i cannot wait for more mm -hmm. that's awesome and also uh, mike um yeah you, you said like under similarly you didn't work on steam deck uh, surprisingly the steam deck mic is amazing uh so oh, yeah. once once that's unlocked, once it hit, you should yeah. be able to yeah yeah i would love to uh um, I, ho I hope it would come to console i hope so we'll yeah. see cool uh next up i played i clicked away from you guys and now i can't find you there you are <laughs> um next up i i checked out uh briefly checked out paper ghost stories third eye open mm. uh seller vault games and published by our friends at chorus worldwide uh third eye open is a coming of age story about a young girl with the ability to see spirits will the uh Bergen, will the power be a blessing or a curse uh, will you be able to save your family and unravel the mystery at heart of the at the heart of the adventure? Uh, yeah, I again really just like played the intro of this demo, uh, mm -hmm. but it is uh, it, you take control of uh, I believe you pronounce it Ting, a young girl set in uh, in Malaysia with her two best friends. It seems like, and yeah, she has the ability to see spirits and ghosts around the world. 
um, the game opens with you guys in her room and she's telling a story about something that happens. The demo skips over the context of what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's purposeful for the game itself or just for the demo to save time, but everybody's reacting wildly. And then when it cuts back, there is a spirit to kind of react along to the story. So it seems like something happened regarding the spirit. I don't know. It's, it's just right off the bat, you are intrigued and like, why can she see these spirits? Mm -hmm. How, are the spirits related to her? What is the purpose of this connection? Um, once you leave the house, the the demo says like, hey, at this point, you're exploring the neighborhood, whatever, but we want to just get you into like the first like initial puzzle. Um, a group of bullies dare you to go into this like abandoned house and go up to the second floor and wave. And you go into the house and as soon as you go to the house, it feels very much like uh, it chapter one when they go into the Ooh. house, then all hell mm. breaks loose. Yeah. Um, it's not as like gruesome, obviously, right. <laughs> but you go into the house, all of a sudden Ting is alone and her two friends are nowhere to be found. Um, you're exploring a little bit and you see a, a little boy ghost and you start talking to him and the boy is like, my dad's in the room next door. He's really mad at me. I don't really know what to do. Listen, if you get something in that room from him, like I'll help you get to the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of seems that's all I really kind of touched on. Like that seems to be the crux of the gameplay. It's like, yeah, it's very exploratory, very character driven and uh, yeah, very light puzzles. Uh, one of the puzzles also like just to kind of like serve as a tutorial. Uh, your father asks you to grab like a binder. So it's like very much like explore like your whereabouts and like oh i i found my father's study here's this binder or folder that he's looking for let me go give it to him that kind of like traditional narrative kind of thing but it seems like as you go on um the spirits play an interesting role and create a a engaging dynamic between character spirit and like what that means for the puzzles and the complexity of the puzzles uh yes kyle I just want to say I love how this game looks. So yeah, the the two big things are uh, first being the look of this game. It is uh, the way they describe it is living paper theater style. So it's like think Paper Mario, right? But more beat up. Like mm-hmm. it's crinkly paper. It's it's worn out. It feels feels played I, with. It, it feels played with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just it, it does such a service to the narrative, to the characters, to the ghostly light horror feel to it, like that that like childlike tenseness to it. I, yeah. The thing I love about it is it's not like other games I've seen in the style where it's at least from what I remember, the just movement like on a two D plane. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. like you're moving around, like in the oh yeah, no, it's fully, still yeah, fully open 3D space. I love the way that looks and still keeping like that paper it's, kind of aesthetic to it. It's really, uh, it, yeah, it's pretty fucking impressive. Um, ran great on deck, also like it ran flawlessly on deck. Nice. Um, and yeah, the second thing that stood out was um, how much of the developers, like themselves, they put into the game. Uh, so the. I'll read from the Steam page. These creepy tales are inspired by Malaysian and Chinese myths and culture. Uh, right off the bat, before you get into the game, they, there's a, a page that says, like, hey, this is, like, mo- like traditional Malaysian, like, totally faithful to our culture and mm. the way the dialect is. You will read things that are broken English and, and Malaysian slang. 
like it's going it might sound weird to you but this is authentic to what malaysian culture is um so that that's just that's the way it is and i love that like i yeah. love that they didn't have to like go the full like localization route like they just kept it as is and it really plays into the characters and makes them more like i said authentic or grounded um and i feel like there hasn't really been a game that has done that like that has like leaned into it like sure like folks have tried to localize games and like yeah once in a while you see like a weird piece of dialogue or something that might like sound a little off to native mm-hmm. english speakers um but to lean into it is so impressive and to kind of bounce off of that during dialogue segments there there will be that slang yeah and let's say it's like um like the uh, the 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 dialogue is in like a, a dark brown color font mm-hmm. um and then if there's a piece of slang on the bottom in black there will be an explanation of what that slang means Nice. Just so you could totally interpret and understand what is happening and what these characters are truly talking about. So you're not feeling lost or confused. I really appreciate that attention to detail. And I think that's kind of where the game shines. Um, and of course, like the narrative is intriguing. The the aesthetic is astounding. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of that the the authenticity that's um, really the shining star here. And um, I'm really excited to play more. Sweet. I think that's also another reason why... Uh we all love a space for the unbound too. Yeah. It's, it's very much a, a yeah, authentic to where the devs are and <laughs> the culture. So. Also, uh there's a other paper ghost stories game already out based on the yeah. short story where it all came out called 7 p.m. Yeah, it dropped dropped some time last year. I remember uh getting some press releases about it and stuff. It's just yeah, it was like that end of the year hustle. I like I had it downloaded and I just totally forgot to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because now I get to say this surprise for yeah. the full experience. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, really quick, uh, shout out to Wrestle Story, uh, New Kids on the not Wrestle Story, Jesus, Wrestling with Emotions, New Kids on the Block. There you go. Jeez. Hey, Team Laserbeam, love you. I did not want to play the demo. I don't want to spoil myself. Mm. Yeah. Just a tip of the hat to our friends at Laserbeam. Matt. Yeah, I sat through a five-minute music video for Terra. <laughs> I <laughs> for- was just going to ask him. We can talk about this game next. <laughs> for Tamarindo's freaking dinner. What I is played- Rocco's modern life is going on? <laughs> the, the, the font, yeah, definitely. I I attempted to play this on my Steam Deck. I could not skip the cutscene. That was a, a rocking fucking music video. Uh-huh. But man, after five minutes, I could not take it anymore. <laughs> A 90s horror sitcom play as the pizza dude, Mac Macario Macabro. You must deliver your order to Tagamago's mansion, but be careful. Dinner is not the pizza. It's Macario. Try yeah. to escape uh, from this haunted house and his cannibalish inhabitants in a time loop buckle with more than 25 endings. And then the, the steam page has like a, a angry haunted face on it. <laughs> Uh yeah, Kyle, you said what in the Rocco's Modern Life? Exactly. This game uh-huh. looks fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. What um because I, I wrote down notes for everything I, I played. Um just two lines and um I put quote, was this a game I played or did I drop acid? Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I only uh, know this from the little music you share with us before we went live and mm-hmm. also the trailer because i remember watching the trailer at what some event 
I'm like, yeah. what in the hell is going on? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's why I wrote on the second line. Like, regardless, I would like a vinyl of this soundtrack, please. Oh yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Uh <laughs> so when you actually get into the game, uh when you get to the main menu, you can, you can actually play a Tamagotchi like uh mini game. Um that's that's something you can do. There's also two locked GameCube looking games on the bottom of the screen, but it's not there for the demo. Um but the gameplay, it's a first person adventure puzzle game. So uh Tamarino is uh the main course for the night but he is locked in a time loop. You're trying to figure out everything you can about the guests at that house and how to kill them. So like there's, I think 26 endings in 26 bad endings and one good ending is oh, wow. okay. what a tiny warpy war clock tells you. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might be butchering that name. I might not be. It's a, uh. it's a trip. Uh, <laughs> just, just walking around in this game is literally like being like you drop shrooms like it's wild uh, <laughs> uh i can't wait for more um i didn't go all the way through the demo just because i was listening to most of the music and i got to the point where like it's giving the shtick the tutorial like here's what you need to do by watching a vhs tape on a commodore 64 monitor yes kyle it is i'm sorry uh the gameplay is it like the mini games like the dead pets unleashed kind of thing or is it no is um, it just like a story that's taking place and you make choices dialogue? so you have a map of the mansion you're going through the mansion uh solving little side quests for other characters who don't move because the developer decided they were side characters and they don't get to move which is what what the, the character told me uh, Amazing. <laughs> it's very Great. self-aware uh and holy shit does the soundtrack slap um <laughs> it's amazing like i can't That's wait great. for this full release um i forget the developer's name jazzy or something jazz looking uh but they've well, made other games celery emblem and neon doctrine or the publisher and developer mm -hmm. um i'm trying to it's, it's on the key art something jazz i'll find it yeah, because I also developer, wrote down, Oh, you said Celery Emblem. I put Celery Emblem Neon Doctrine, but I forgot to write down who the actual the second developer. game of the Jacob, Jacob Jazz. Jazz's Jacob trilogy. Jazz, and it's a Let's, solo dev game, and it's fucking wild. Um, so wait, it's the second game of the trilogy from Jacob so, Jazz. Bowel yeah. Bob's Mausoleum is the spiritual the, the game that came before. Yeah, there's another game too. Uh, they're all published by. Uh, or developed by Celery Emblem. Yeah, so, so I, need to, uh, I need to check these games out. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the first one is Mesmeradu, a platform mm -hmm. hell adventure, but some rogue stuff. Discover a new world from the creator of Babo's Mausoleum, yeah. full yeah. of surrealistic horror villages, stinky talking characters, impossible rogue platforms, and dot dot dot, a giant fish kidnapped uh, inside an owl's beak. Welcome to Prosecco Misa. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. And it's funny because that the first game that they made, uh, it's in this game and labeled as shitty ending game. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Mes yeah, Mesmerado looks sick. Also, holy shit. Yeah. I gotta play this. It's yeah, it's something else like that. Rocco's modern life, 90s hellscape. That's what this is. Listen, Mesmerado only has 11 positive reviews. I need everybody to go buy yeah, Mesmerado. We're going to go buy that and play it. 
It's only $8 on Steam, and I need you to, to give Jacob Jazz some love. All right? Just for that 10-minute music video before the main menu alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that. And, like, to be clear, I enjoyed my 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just needed to play a video game. Right. <laughs> and I just, my patience was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I ran out of time. Well, the Baobab's Mausoleum, I'm just reading the description of the first three episodes because there's three episodes mm-hmm. yeah uh it's mixes monkey island zelda Link's awakening dx with twin peaks and spongebob squarepants all similar things they're that all sounds, together that's yeah. you know that i love that hearing genre. you describe this new game <laughs> yep. i get it i get mm-hmm. it <laughs> it's something else i feel like and i was, just I was not ready for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool um Matt, do you have any quick fire ones before we get into this week in indie? Yeah, uh, let me go over real quick the other ones I checked out. Thousand uh, X Resist, uh, developed by Sunset Visitor, published by Fellow Traveler. Um, I thought it was really interesting. It's a dystopian future, but it's very unsettling. Uh, so think like PS One Silent Hill, but it looks like a PS Two PS Three game. But you're walking around this school in the demo, trying to figure out like. Is this a simulation? Are you in like you're in somebody's memories trying to figure out what the all mother was or it's a really weird game, but I'm all into it. Uh, Demon School by Necrosoft Games, yeah. uh, published by yes. Yeezberg Games. Stylish uh, Shin Megami Tensei Persona meets uh, Disgaea. Love it. Um, strategy, it's great, right? Huh? Yeah, it's great. I, I played it with Harry at PAX. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, strategy uh, Persona game. Can't wait for more. Uh, comes out this year on consoles too, I believe. Uh, Slay the Princess, um, developed and published by Black Tabby Games. Uh, this is a like two zero adventure, uh, all hand drawn, hand animated, black and white storybook thing. But think uh, Stanley Parable. So like mm. it's witty. It's a horror game, but it's witty because like you can. You're supposed to go into his cabin, into the basement, and kill his princess. But you can be like, no, I'm just going to turn around. But then, like, you end up at the cabin. I'm like, I'm just going to keep turning around because I'm not going in there. And then, like, all these different cabins pop up. Like, any path you choose, you're going to go to a cabin. Like, it's fantastic. <laughs> I got to three different endings in my time with it. Uh, can't wait for more. It says 2023 for this year. That, that was another one at PAX East where a lot of our friends. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, I was like how talking great. the show. They loved it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, da, 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 da. And the last one, uh, Kitsune, The Journey of Adashino, um, developed by Rias and published by Room 6 and Yokaze. Um, this is like, think, hand-drawn, painted backgrounds. So kind of like a Final Fantasy VII, Kyle. So like you have those fixed cameras mm-hmm. and the backgrounds. It's it, it reminds me a lot of like PS1, PS2 adventure games. Um, but you are uh, this little fox uh, spirit. I would guess it's a spirit because uh, their name is Kitsune. But you also have a, a frog friend who's along with the we ride. Love, we love the frogman. Uh, we do. Um, but yeah, you're traveling through there. There's a festival on this island. You can't get off. The ship is gone until morning. Uh, and these demons are chasing you, which it was actually honestly like, oh, shit, get away from me. Like, even though this, it's very colorful, not at all like scary, scary, but like the demo ended with you in a hotel room. And like this face, porcelain face on the wall just like opens up to like demon eyes. I'm like, oh, okay. There's gonna be some spooky stuff here. Uh, so I can't wait for more of that game. It was a straight I, demo. 
I sense a theme to this year's uh, Ludo Nerocon demons. <laughs> <laughs> so many, uh, so many good games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so if uh, that's just like a, a sprinkle of uh, the games featured in this year's Ludo Nerocon, if you go to ludonarrocon.com, l l u d o n a r r a c o n dot com, uh, you scroll down and you can see the forty three games that were exhibited this year. Uh, most of them do still have demos available. They didn't take mm-hmm. the demos down, which is great. Uh, so yeah, go play some stuff and, and throw some games on your wish list and uh, take yeah. advantage of some discounts. Because yeah, there is yep. nothing on this list that is like meh. Like everything is telling its own story. Everything has its own voice. Go support uh, not only all these games and all the developers, but Ludo Narcon and fellow traveler. Because um, yeah, truly a fascinating event year in and year out. Yeah. With that being said, what's happening this week in Indy? This week in Indy, May 15th to the 19th. On Tuesday, the 16th, Zool Redimensioned on PS or uh, PC, PS4, and 5. Originally released on by Gremlin Graphics in 1992 on the Amiga to widespread acclaim, the iconic gaming mascot Zool makes a comeback in Zool Redimensioned. This fresh reimagining of the classic action platforming adventure has been reconstructed from the ground up for contemporary audiences. Assist Zool in jumping, spinning, and shooting his way through eight alien worlds, overcoming formidable bosses, and safeguarding the universe from the malicious influence of Cruel. That's K-R-O-O-L. Zool's, there's a lot of ools. I don't know if I like it. Zool's old school platforming action will test even the most hardcore gamers, featuring modern enhancements that bring the game into the 21st century. Strive to beat your speed run times, uncover secrets hidden throughout each level, or take a trip down memory lane and play the original classic game. Re-experience the legend of the ninja that started it all. Holy Kyle, crap. Kyle, pro tip. Never yeah. take the never take the releases.com description. But I like it. <laughs> I know what this game is. Do you? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Zool. I, yeah. I figured you did. I have no idea what Zool is. That's yeah. wild. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this release's description. Humanity, PS4, 5, <laughs> and PSVR 1 and 2. It's also uh, day one as part of the PS Plus extra tier. Mm-hmm. Humanity is the evolution of a concept that founder Yugo Nakamura began developing three years ago at his company, The LTD, a studio revered for their work with giant brands such as Uniqlo, Muji, and the legendary Japanese musician Cornelius. That was the description on releases.com. Cool. <laughs> Humanity is like a really cool puzzle game where it's a, a Shibu Inu, I think is a dog. Mm-hmm. And you're, that you're is a dog, correct? <laughs> no, but it's the dog in the game, Mike. <laughs> uh, you're leading around these humans to escape like the, the dark version of or, or, or the darkness that's coming to take out humanity, I think is the premise. Uh, these are the uh, the res infinite and um, touch the fact folks yeah so, should be a banger should be pretty good mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday May 17th Starship Troopers extermination on PC early access get Starship- your ass <laughs> Starship Troopers extermination drops up to 12 players right into the fight against the bug menace in this co-op first person shooter suit up and ship out to the far off front as a trooper in the deep space vanguard an elite special forces group within the mobile infantry it's up to squads like yours to battle against hundreds of bloodthirsty insectoid aliens and take back fallen colonies for the Federation. 
The only good bug is a dead bug. No trooper stands alone. As soon as the dropship hits dirt, your trusty Morita assault rifle and fellow deep space Vanguard troopers are all that will keep you alive while exploring the hostile surface of the planet Valaka. Work together to complete objectives, acquire resources, build and defend a base, and then escape to the extraction point together. Same uh, question with the expanse of Telltale series. Is this indie? Who's to say? Whatever. I I didn't recognize the, the dev. Um, oh yeah, no, that's all. No, I'm I'm teasing. But no, I, I was uh, I is this the first Starship Troopers game? I was. No. That's also why I put it on here because I can't yeah. remember another one. I think there's been there another. Must have been one, right? But yeah, cool that it's like yeah. I'm shocked there hasn't been a new Starship Troopers movie with all right. like you know people tapping into like legacy IP. I'm sure there's probably eight on the Sci-Fi Channel that we <laughs> probably don't know about. We'll look that up on the post show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, on Wednesday, the 17th, Castle of Alchemist, PC Early Access, in this tower defense top-down action hybrid game with amazing pixel art graphics, play as the Bellator, Alchemy, Alch- oh my god, I can't say it, Alchemically? Alchemically, there you go, Alchemically Enhanced Defender to fight against invaders from other worlds. Delve into the castle, set your traps, equip powerful weapons and gears, and reclaim the castle piece by piece. See, um... I didn't get to play it, but I saw it in action at PAX East. Um, really interesting concept. Uh, yeah, it's kind of traditional tower defense, but you can move around and it plays like a like a top down action game. So you can move around and actually attack the people with your character um, while also utilizing traps and defenses and whatnot. Cool concept. Yeah. Very popular booth. Uh, also on Wednesday, Ellipse on PC, PS4 and 5 and Switch. Embark upon a tragic tale and discover the ravaged world of Ellipse. Fight your destiny in an arduous Metroidvania platformer experience in mesmerizing and mysterious worlds. Uh, I love the look of this. It's very, I love the color. um, And I love a good Metroidvania. Main character looks cool too. I can't, I don't know how to describe the main character. Like a teardrop head. Yeah, there you go. And a a cloak. (laughs) Like uh, the bald beacon. Uh, another fisherman's tale yeah. <laughs> uh, on PC, PS5, PSVR2. Another fisherman's tale sequel to the award-winning A Fisherman's Tale is a new mind-bending VR puzzle adventure, a poetic story with unique VR puzzle mechanics. Detach, replace, and control your hands, solve puzzles, explore new locations, and discover the truth. And on Thursday, May 18th, uh, The Outlast Trials on PC Early Access, PS4, and Xbox One. The Atlas Trials is a survival horror game you can play by yourself or with other players online. You have to survive the twisted, twisted, sadistic, and bizarre experiments of the Murkoff Corporation alone or in a group of up to four players. God, I hope it's good. Yeah, <laughs> It's wild that it's out next week, and this is how we're finding out about it. <laughs> yeah, Early access, but yeah. Sure, right. but like finally being able to, to be played. I feel like it was announced a long time ago. Yeah, I remember it getting announced for May. I just totally blocked it out in my memory because i had the same reaction i was like fucking may <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh vivid lope on pc uh vivid lope is the head spinning mind-bending arcade game with the puzzle touch master the imaginative realm where the gravity doesn't quite work as you're used to overcome your foes and keep on painting, keep on painting. also on thursday may 18th no one lives under the lighthouse on ps4 and 5 switch xbox one and series consoles already on a pc Uh, A slow burn retro horror game in which you arrive at the old lighthouse on a small island near the coast of the United States. After the previous keeper has gone missing, you need to take over his duties and watch after the light. 
Robert Eggers, the fucking video game. Let's go. <laughs> I was just about Slash, to let's fucking go. Slash Darkness Falls, the video game. Yeah, Darkness Falls. <laughs> That's is Darkness Falls the Tooth Fairy one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That movie scared me when I saw it. Wait. Oh yeah. That, wait, hold on. Fuck that Tooth Fairy. Darkness that Falls. with um uh, Katie Holmes? No. Maybe. Mm-mm. Katie Holmes was also in a Tooth Fairy horror movie. I seriously? Yes. I've got to look this up because this is she's not while, in you're, that. <laughs> while you're looking that up so we could discuss it further on the post show. Thank you so much for listening to episode 142 of the Six One Indicast. Uh if you like this episode, do us a favor. Uh, review us on your podcast services drop us a follow a sub all that good stuff uh hit subscribe on youtube.com slash 61 indie follow us at 61 indie on twitter um yeah like i said june 1st we have some stuff to share about the future of the company haha tease 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 and also jacob mccourt taking over for indie game trivia it should be a really fun time if you're unfamiliar with jacob's work he is a masterful fucking human being i'm so excited for him to take over to uh cause chaos and rifts yeah. amongst the team <laughs> um so it should be a really fun time and little also, psa for you yeah. severed available on limited run games severed my favorite drink box game oh, go oh. get it yeah do they have a physical vita version physical switch version <sighs> i wish kyle i wish uh katie holmes tooth fairy movie is don't be afraid of the dark Oh, Guillermo that's Toro. a tooth fairy. Yeah, no. I remember. I remember those things going after teeth. Yay. Speaking of going after teeth, let's go after this post show. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. I <laughs> love you.